Welcome to Finding My Voice Friday, where debut author Jasmine Renee reads a poem from her self-published poetry collection, Ashtray Chronicles, and dives deep into the experiences that led to her writing the piece and lessons learned that she applied to her life that you can apply to yours. I'm your host, Jasmine Renee. Thank you for joining me. This is episode three of season one, Validation and Standards. So... I know I normally read a poem from my book, Ashtray Chronicles, but on Wednesday, I was a featured poet at a local open mic called Vent and Vibe in Newport News, Virginia. Shout out Aisha and her dope self. It was mad love and definitely a vibe. Well, I wrote a piece a few weeks ago titled Revelations, and it was so well received by that crowd the other night that I wanted to share it with y'all. It's only fair. And this will definitely be in my next book. Shout out to me. I'm working on my second book as we speak. But if you're interested in purchasing a copy of my book, you can find it on my website at www.jasminerenewrites.com or on Amazon. Let's jump right into this piece, though. Again, this is Revelations, and it's a little bit longer than my other pieces I've read so far, but I'm in love with it. It's the transparency for me. All right. This is Revelations. Revelations lead to ending salutations when the person I'm facing isn't who they said they'd be. Who they pretended to be, I mean, are who they be at the core. Apple slices not matching to what I'm looking for. This is where standards come in. I mean, this is how not having standards ends. I'm fucking tired. Napping on my worth shallow slumbers because I never wanted to be seen as shallow. So I picked the ones with potential hunger to go after what they want. You know, the ones who don't even go on the potential hunt. They just like to hear themselves talk. I'm fucking tired. Yes, I want a nigga to pay my bills. Yes, I want a nigga to solve my problems. Yes, I want a nigga to do half of what I've done for all the potential that's come into my life that I waited for, that I typed up business plans for, that I read books to and for, that I rekindled child and parent and baby mama relationships for, that I got jobs for, that I counseled for, that I dimmed my light for. All while paying bills on my own, all while solving problems on my own, all while doing half as times as much on my own, while potential could only muster up a moan while I took care of them on that avenue too. This is what people without standards do. I'm fucking tired. Dear woman with standards, I don't envy you. Don't pity me. You chose a life of ease. You chose relationships you wanted while I chose relationships to be molded. You easily learned the easy way while I hardly learned the hard way. Why do I always choose the hard way? I always thought there was more reward in the harder way, but the harder way led to longer days, sleepless nights. I bet you never had to stop a nigga from trying to kill himself because his ego was damaged by how you run shit. I chose niggas who hate women who run shit and let them run me into the ground by leading me to a lake when I already knew how to fish then trying to convince me they run shit while they let us drown. I'm fucking tired. 
So to the future men with potential, just don't even bother. It's not your fault, but I'm good. I'm fucking tired of always making sure y'all good. I'm fucking tired of taking on your trauma for the greater human good. I'm not fixing any more of you, nigga. I'm good. Bougie, stuck up, pretentious, imperious, strict, uncompromising, perfectionist, unreasonable, bitch. I'll be all that because I'm fucking tired. These revelations turn to ending salutations towards the me who once be. You'll never see me without standards ever again. This is my happy ending. And I hope y'all enjoyed that. That was my poem, Revelations. Now, all right, now, let's unpack this. Because sis was carrying mad baggage. I had to shit, sit that shit down. <laughs> bag lady, you gon' hurt your back. Dragging all them bags like that. <laughs> yes, that was my theme song. But that's what I do in my poetry, you know? It's, it's healing for me. It's therapy for me. I unpack all those feelings onto paper and process it in order to move on. And if you're a poet, you understand. If you're an artist in any shape or form, you understand. Our art is our therapy, a vessel to, you know, lay shit out, process, work through, and overcome our pains, and even recognize our joys. But I feel like my best work, my best art comes through my pain. Me sharing my pain, me processing my pain, that is definitely my best art. And it's really like a mad, liberating process, too. And something I needed to unpack was I was doing too damn much for too many damn people who didn't deserve not a damn thing I was giving them, all out of a need of validation. And that's what inspired me, you know, to write this piece is finally being tired of my own bullshit sort of like an ode to me and all the future men with potential. Me screaming, hey, I love y'all, I really do, but I'm sorry I can't. Can't show up for you more than I show up for myself anymore, more than I show up for my friends, more than I show up for my family. And, you know, and most importantly, more than I show up for my son. I just can't because I'm fucking tired. Showing up fully for you know romantic partners with potential got so fucking exhausting I finally said I can't unapologetically fully honestly truly and that's what inspired me to write revelations lessons I've learned from my inspirations behind revelations first lesson I learned is that I needed to stop caring about what people thought of me and I was seeking validation. What I mean by that is, you know, that I'm a good person. I'm caring. I'm accepting. I'm understanding. And I wanted others to validate that I was a good person. So wanting that, I didn't want to exclude anyone from dating me just because they were going through something. Just because they made less money than me. Just because they didn't have a car or a job. Because I understood that things happen and, you know, life is hard. I didn't want anybody to think I was stuck up or a bitch because I wouldn't give somebody a chance just because they were going through some things. But what I came to realize 
was that I became their savior because I was such a good person. You know, I'm very intelligent. I can find my way out of any problem you throw at me through a dark room. And I like to help people. But I realized I needed to stop helping everyone because, you know, number one, not everyone wants to change. Some people are, you know, comfortable in their meekness. And number two, from past exposure to people, you know, just going through life, I picked up their problems and made them mine, leading to debt, my edges, thinning, weight gain, you know, just stress, stress, stress. So I'll be a bitch. I'll be bougie. I'll be stuck up. The lesson I've learned is stop taking on people's problems and stop dating people who can't meet me where I'm at just because I want people to validate that I'm a good person. Because guess what? You can be a good person and still deny people access to you in a romantic way based on your standards, the standards that you set for yourself in your dating life. And another lesson I've learned is that it's okay to have standards. Standards, you know, set the standard of what you will and will not deal with. And I didn't have standards. It was just, you know, I'm attracted to this person. They show me interest. Let's see where this goes. And each time a problem showed up because I didn't want to be seen as a bad person, I accepted the problem, helped people through the problem, and gave them the resources they needed because I cared. But that shit wore me the fuck out, okay? How many times did I say I was fucking tired in that piece, Revelations? You know, I really meant that shit. But those are some of the lessons I've learned from my inspirations behind Revelations. So here are some things I do and you could possibly do moving forward in your life. One thing is I set standards about the type of people I'm willing to date. And you can do this too. It's okay, I promise. And I also remind myself, and you should remind yourself as well, that it's okay to have standards, but you will and will not deal with. If you won't date somebody that doesn't have a car or their own place, then stand on that. Stand on it. Stop taking on whoever you're attracted to and stop dating whoever you're attracted to just based on that alone. Because when the looks fade, when we get old and wrinkly, We gain weight and that person still won't get a job or refuses to get a car and you're footing the bill for everything and you were just all around accepting in the beginning of everything. You can't be mad at anyone else but your damn self because you didn't set standards. So moving forward, set them standards and stand on that shit. Another thing you can do moving forward that I do now, because I'm done being fucking tired, is stick to your standards. Stand on that shit. And don't budge no matter how bad someone tries to make you feel for having standards. No matter how sad their story is. Your life is meant to be lived for you. You have to deal with your actions. You have to spend your life with yourself, no matter who is around you. That one constant is that that life, your life, Is spent with yourself. People come and go, but your life is spent with you. 
you should only accept top tier people in your life who add value. And I'm not just talking about money. Some of this is trial and error. You know, listen to me. I thought I was doing a good thing not having standards. I was open and accepting and loved humans. Man, fuck that. I mean, I still love humans. Don't get me wrong. I spread love, not hate. But I dictate how my relationships build because I have standards. I'm well rested now. Very well rested now. I'm not fucking tired anymore because I stopped dating people who didn't meet my standards. And on that note, thank you for joining me on season one, episode three. And if you are interested in purchasing my debut poetry collection, Ashtray Chronicles, you can visit me at my website at www.jasmineneewrites.com. And there you can also find ways to connect with me, such as social media and email. And I wanted to throw this out there as well. If you are interested in being a special guest on the next episode, you can message me on Instagram at jasmineRenee.4331 or email me at jasmine at jasmineRenee.com. I would love to have a conversation with you about the lessons we can learn together from one of my poems. I pray you gain something from this episode that you can apply to your life moving forward. And I hope you join me next Finding My Voice Friday. Until next time, best friends. Peace.